Hey, hi, hello there, and welcome to episode 67 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. As always, I am your host, Danielle Collinsworth. I have talked some on this show about the book Essentialism. Um, I highly recommend it if you have never heard of it. Uh, it is basically a way for you to get your mind just right for everything to do with progress, I guess I would say. Rather, if you are looking to progress in your personal life, maybe you're trying to find that good balance for your mental health, maybe you're looking to progress at work with a relationship, etc. I think it is just such a good tool to have, taking the essentialist mindset to be able to look ahead, to plan ahead, I guess I would say, or to prepare you for what is ahead for growth, stuff like that. So one term that is in that book a lot is doing less but better. And I very much resonate with this, but because I always have a but, I want to add a little bit of spice. I want to make it something that, at least for me, is a little bit more relatable. So rather, if you are looking for the business side of things, if you're just looking for a way to get your mind just right, or maybe you can even apply this to your workout or to your time on the yoga mat, this episode is for you. So without further ado, go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or whatever it is that's going to make you smile right now, and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, y'all. As always, I'm going to start by talking about a sponsor. You have definitely heard me talk about free skincare before. I have used them for getting or going on two years, which is so crazy to say. Uh, And I absolutely love the product. It helps me so much whenever we are having this really cold, windy weather like what we have recently in Virginia. Um, I love how it supports more of a sweaty lifestyle. Uh, They have great products to help you protect your skin whenever you're in the sun. The list goes on and on. The shit is dope. Um, They have now recently just launched a subscription option. And the thing that I love about it, the thing that I wish so many other companies did, is that you pick your frequency, which is genius. Like how many times people do not sign up for a subscription because they don't need it once a month. They need it every other month. And if they were able to implement that, they would then take advantage of it. Or maybe it's that they get a really upset customer because they keep forgetting to cancel and then they're not getting a refund and stuff like that. Like it's just overall such a smart business model. So you can now use the code Danielle, D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, to be able to save even more on your subscription services. So it's just a win, 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 win. 
And as always, if you ever have any questions about what products I use, things that I like or don't like, or things that I use more often than others, please send me a direct message either at the Caffeinated Yogi Co. or at Caffeinated Yogi Talks. Both of those links for Instagram are in the show notes. And uh, please follow along so that I can remind you of other fun things on my little corner of the internet. Okay, so again, we are going to be talking about a concept that I found via the book Essentialism. I highly recommend reading the book in general. Fun fact, if you are local to the 757, the Sky's Element Book Club is finally coming back to full swing, and this is going to be the first book that we talk about with it uh, um, coming back to fruition, if you will. And the idea that we're going to chat about today is to do less but better. And let me just talk a little bit about what the book says before I add in my own little bit of spice or flavor, if you will. So the book is overall saying, how can we take, let's say your work week, right? Your 40-hour work week, even though I know so many of us do not have exactly that. Let's just say that it is exactly 40 hours. How can you potentially do less in those 40 hours, but make those 40 hours better, make them more productive, So I can tell you, for me, for example, I can pick on the sky's the limit uh, schedule. Now, a lot of people would say that the schedule is too much, and that's fine. You are entitled to your own opinion. But I can tell you that my idea of the schedule was even more than what you see right now, which what you see right now is regularly scheduled 40 classes a week. My envision was to have a little bit more than that, but also have more diversity throughout the schedule. I wanted to have more regularly classes like yoga for athletes and a prenatal class and an inversion class. I wanted to have those more regularly on the schedule. However, as I spent hours and hours and hours making the damn thing, I realized, you know what, to start off, we need less. We need less and we need a better approach to less. So for me, that was basically making the schedule different to anything else that is local in this area without letting it be too overwhelming to the general population. So what I mean by that is rather than me having, let's say, two morning classes, three morning classes, let's say, two of them are classes that you will find at any old studio and one of them was the Yoga for Athletes class. Rather than taking that approach, I basically said, okay, we're going to have yoga yoga for athletes as something that is like two times a month. Let's really put that during a prime time and a time when I can then break down exactly who this is for, why this is good for you, etc. However, for the general population, I want to be able to offer two morning classes at times that are the most competitive in this area. One of the best decisions that I have made is putting on a 5.30 a.m. class. And I know that so many people hear it and they're like, ugh, who wants to wake up to go to the gym or yoga at 5.30 a.m.? I I don't say that I get it, but I understand. I understand your logic. I have a day where I want to sleep in, so I totally get it. Um, But I can tell you that I felt that same way before I started going to a CrossFit gym. This before I coached, before anything. I was a brand new yoga teacher pretty much. And I would wake up to go to a CrossFit class at 5 a.m. so that I could then teach a yoga class at 6.30 a.m. 
That was the schedule I was able to maintain to be able to get to the barbell for my physical health and to be able to get teaching hours in while I was still working at my nine to five corporate job. So I do understand that those that are going to the 530 a.m. class, they are my what I like to call diehards. I see people cancel classes all the time for several other hours of the day. But the people that come to something like a 5.30 a.m. class, they are very dedicated. They know that this is the only time for them and they are going to freaking make it there. We know that waking up to get your butt onto the mat and prepared for a 5.30 class means that you have some self-discipline. So they are disciplined enough to support that class on the schedule. Now, so my point is, I was able to take this idea of offering all these different kinds of yoga and I was able to make it less but better. I made it better for the general population right now. Please note, I'm not saying that the other classes that I think are fun and different, like an inversion class, is not for everybody. I think anybody can partake in the class. However, I think that taking the less is better mindset is going to help me get more people in the door. It's going to help more people feel comfortable. It's going to help more people feel like, oh, this is like my yoga home. There is something that I know and something that I want at all times of day. From there, we have slowly added in stuff like yoga for athletes, etc., Mind you, we are only at like month two, so there is lots of room to grow, lots of room to change, etc. But that is one way that I took the less is um, less but better mindset. I would strongly recommend that you do this whenever it comes to the gym, especially if you are applying your own uh, practices or making up your own routines whenever you're going to the gym. Let's say that you follow a total of a dozen different fitness people on something like Instagram. What you don't know is that two of them probably follow something that is like a bodybuilding program. Two of them are probably professional athletes where it is their job to work out from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. They do not go sit in front of a computer like what you are probably doing right now or what you are on your way to go do. Then you have another two people that don't actually show you what they really do in the gym. Their Instagram accounts are primarily to show you their accessory work. So their 20 minutes that they do, let's say, at the end of their workout. And then you follow some other people that are focused on how to get your mile faster or different running techniques. So they provide just running tips. Not saying that they are only running, but they're going over different box jump variations, showing you how and why a burpee broad jump can help with your stride and breaking things down in that fashion. And then last but not least, you have what is my oh-so-favorite thing to watch, the dipshits that have no idea what the fuck they're doing, but they have been sponsored by some random company. They uh, got TikTok famous, and you follow them on Instagram because their shit has 2 million likes, so why would you not also like and follow it as well? Please don't, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you for following that. I'm just saying that there's no rhyme or reason to what they're doing. There's no science backing it, right? So we are now looking at a total of five plus different avenues and you're now trying to apply those five plus different 
avenues into your regular 45 minute to an hour and a half minute time inside the gym without putting any logic behind it, without really understanding the how, the why, without putting in the correct practices to get better. We are just steadily cruising at this like I'm increasing by a 1% at all of these little things here and there. Like I'm slowly, 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 slowly feeling like I'm getting a tiny bit stronger at this. So instead of applying all five of these principles, instead of implementing all five of these different things, how can we focus on one and make that the thing that we are getting better at? Maybe that does mean that you hire something like a coach or maybe you just keep following that awesome dude on Instagram where you're getting all of his running tips and tricks and you apply that. Now, I'm not saying that you can't then go lift or anything. I actually strongly encourage it. But I'm saying, why don't we take our mindset, focus on one thing, make that thing better. I'm sure that you're actually going to then be applying other principles that some of these other really good Instagram accounts are giving you. You'll just be doing it probably even less than what you think you should. You'll be applying it in different ways, different times, etc. Less but better. Now, we can really apply this mindset to everything, to work, to your relationships with your friends, rather than feeling like you have to be the busy bee that coordinates having like 10 different activities a week and then you get really drained or you feel bad for not like having your whole heart into something. How can you maybe do less and give a little bit more better energy or attention, etc.? Like we can apply this to freaking everything we do, to nutrition, uh, to your meditation goals, to whatever it may be. But, emphasis on the but here, I want to add in something that makes this concept just, just a little spicier, right? So how can we take the idea of doing less Yes, it is to be better, but let, let's elaborate on that. So can we do less to create more momentum while chilling your FOMO? I'm going to repeat this again. How can we do less to create momentum while chilling your FOMO? So for me, let's relate back to this sky's the limit uh, um, schedule. How can I do less on the schedule so that I can then create more momentum all while having a handle on my FOMO. So this means that I am not offering something like yoga for athletes, an inversion course, mobility, prenatal, kids yoga. I'm not offering that seven times a week. I instead focused on doing less to create the momentum aka the time when I can spark ideas, when I can now then focus on offering something like different inversion workshops to start, which is what we have at the end of January if you're local and interested in. Instead of having this inversion class offered regularly, we're going to start off with something that is like a workshop. You're going to start to see more of those workshops. Those workshops are also free for members. So it's not like I am trying to challenge my members to feel like they are being undervalued. I am instead making their membership look more attractive as they are being offered something that is a workshop for free. 
something known as a workshop is included in their membership. And a lot of other yoga studios do not do that. Mind you, would I really consider this class that much of a workshop? Yes and no. In the few sessions that I'm going to have in the near future, we will be breaking down some little tips and tricks. It will be a little different than your traditional yoga class, but it's not falling under the workshop category where I'm going to be pulling up a PowerPoint and uh, diving into the anatomy and the different forms of breath work and the things that you should do inside the gym to be able to supplement your inversion practice. So it's not at that level of a workshop, basically meaning I'm not putting in a lot of extra time or financial resources in order to make this workshop happen. So in that realm, that's how I was able to create more momentum to spark different ideas. I now have this unique little inversion workshop that we will offer a good few times before then potentially reevaluating to see should we have this as a regular scheduled class maybe once a week. Who knows? The answer might be yes, the answer might be no, but all throughout this time I have to chill my FOMO. If you're like me, whenever I start to get those creative juices flowing, that's whenever you then start to compare yourself. Or you start to have this fear of that you're like missing out on how you can be better, right? You have to keep that guy in check. That's constantly something that you have to be like, yo, 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 slow your roll, please chill, hop into the back seat again, kind of a thing. So for example, with the Sky's Limit schedule, if I was to see an inversion workshop, that was what I just mentioned, one where you're going to get continuing education hours if you need them where you'll take a PowerPoint home with you, where I might have another expert come in to work with me. It's not that kind of a workshop, and I need to remind myself of that. If I was to see some other studio putting that on right now, I need to not get FOMO. I need to not be like, oh no, oh no, I want to do that. I'm just not doing that right now. No, focus on your present, on your present-ish, I guess. Like I'm kind of talking about this workshop that's in the near in the near future, right? I'm not necessarily talking about today present, but in my present realm. I hope this makes sense. So again, we want to take the idea of doing less to let that be what creates momentum for you. That momentum is going to spark ideas. And the main thing you have to do is buckle up your FOMO. Put that guy in the back seat and put its seatbelt on so that it doesn't run around and completely crash all of your awesome ideas. It doesn't deflate your momentum by then making you feel like you have to do more. Because again, we want to do less but better. Less but better with a side of spice. (laughs) Less but better with a side of spice. This is again something that you can relate to absolutely everything. Relate it to your own line of work. If I was to relate this to something like in the gym, what we were talking about before, maybe it is that you are now following one set program. You are adding in tiny little bits of tips and tricks from your favorite core work coach that you see on Instagram, but that's about it. You're using that time to be able to create some momentum to then spark ideas of what are your goals. Is your goal to hit a 300-pound back squat? Is your goal to run a sub-seven-minute mile? Is your goal to be able to do a pull-up? And during that time, you cannot let FOMO take the steering wheel. 
You can't see that your friend is working through a deadlift cycle that you really like while you're right now working through a squat cycle that you really like. You need to continue to focus on doing less but better with a tiny bit of spice. I hope that makes sense. I hope that you are also able to take this idea and apply it now. I literally just said in the beginning of a yoga class that I taught uh, yesterday (laughs) that this is what I think is the hardest time of year. So the holidays are now done. The new year is now relatively in the past. And now is whenever all of those goals, those resolutions, those intentions have time to really settle and they might not be settling well in your stomach. Especially if, let's say you got the Rona, if work has been extra tricky, if travel plans got canceled, whatever it may be. And so your new year was had like a wrench thrown in it. So then it made it really hard for you to follow that new gym cycle because you had to quarantine for five days and you physically couldn't touch a barbell. That is then making this time right now very hard on you. So this is when I think we have to really apply the idea of less but better even more. Even if you feel like you are behind on your goals, trust the process. Trust the science behind it. Physically let yourself or give yourself permission to actually put the thing into play. Because guess what? One week of your resolution, that is not putting it into play. One month of your resolution, that's not putting it into play. Us taking the less but better with a little spice mindset, if we apply that for two weeks, that's not you actually giving it a try. Let's instead try two, three, four, five, six months, and then we'll talk again. Maybe even try one, two years, etc. And then we will again have a little chit chat and see what your feels are, see how it's going for you. I hope that this episode made you smile or made you go, hmm, at some point to figure out how you can apply less but better into your own life while, of course, adding in a little bit of spice. If you're like me, that spice would definitely be something like sriracha, but to each their own. Find your own little spice that you can add in. As always, I thank you oh so much for listening. If you haven't already, please, please, please go give the show a review, a written review if you're feeling really fancy. After I yelled at you guys in last week's episode, I had a good few extra reviews pop up and that truly warmed my heart. I don't always want to be the bad guy though and being like, yo, I haven't had reviews in X time. Go help me out. But just a reminder, it really does help me out. I produce this podcast for completely free to you, so if you ever find something that makes you smile, if you find something that you really like, maybe go share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram story, any of that stuff helps me to grow. It helps other people see my podcast, which allows me to grow the caffeinated yogi, which in case you forgot, is where I work one-on-one with everything fitness, nutrition, and mobility. You can again peep the show notes to see any links for those if you are interested. So as always, thank you oh so much. And until next Tuesday, namaste and slay boothang.